when I went to Winfield Festival, I had no friend at the festival, but people were so kind. <laughs> and there were so many、uh, monster players there. It's so fun to jamming with these people. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Welcome to the show. I'm Keith Billick. This is the Picky Fingers Banjo Podcast. Really happy to have you join me here. And、um, you know what else I'm happy about is getting to play music. Me and a bunch of my friends, we have all of our shots, not, not the rabies shots. We need those too, probably, but you know what shots I'm talking about. And I've just been able to play a bit more music lately. And as it turns out, I like it and I think it's fun. And I highly recommend that all of you do the same thing.、Uh, very cool to be able to, to get back out and do more of that again. Another thing I'm really happy about that represents another back to normal kind of indicator is that、uh, I get to go to Nashville next week to do a bunch of interviews that you will get to eventually here. And really excited about that. Even, even though I haven't done the interviews yet, I'm sure they will be great. And I'm already excited for you to hear them. And it's going to be a bunch of players who you likely know, maybe a couple who you don't. And, you know, I even might have one or two extra time slots available. So if any of you are really, really itching to hear somebody being interviewed that you know lives in Nashville, shoot me an email and give me that recommendation pickyfingersbanjopodcast at gmail.com. And who knows, if you, if you let me know soon enough, maybe I will be able to squeeze another one or two into my schedule. So, yeah, I'm really excited to get out of town, do some in person interviews, and be able to share those with you. Now, of course, that email address is not limited to this situation. You're welcome to use that for any sorts of feedback or comments or questions about the podcast. Shoot me an email. Love hearing from y'all. Some of the best emails I get are alerts from when I have new supporters of the show, and that can come in a few different forms. One way to support the show go buy some merch at banjopodcast.com. There are very cool t shirts for you to order, there are stickers, and I, I think you'll really like what you see. You've seen, you've seen all the cool kids wear these things on social media. So, Get a t shirt for yourself, guaranteed to improve your playing and your social status among your friends and peers. Another great way to support the show is by becoming a Patreon supporter by going to patreon.com slash banjo podcast. And for as little as $1 a month, you can directly support this show and ensure that we have banjo playing interviews to listen to for years to come. And today we have a very special Patreon supporter to acknowledge for his generous contributions. And that Patreon supporter is Fred Schroeder. Fred moved to Charleston, South Carolina at the beginning of the pandemic. So he's down there busking around looking for folks to play with. He said to give out his email. So if anyone in Charleston, South Carolina wants to pick with Fred, go ahead and email fredbluegrassjam at gmail.com. Fred's a cool guy. We've been. Seeing each other on the VIP lounge video meetups for other Patreon supporters. And that's another thing you can learn about when you go to that page. So give Fred a shout. Go visit the Patreon page, patreon.com slash banjo podcast. And if you are one of the 
VIP, very important picker supporters, you can look forward to, I'm, I'm tentatively planning the next VIP lounge meetup for June 29th at 9 p.m. And I will send out confirmation and there will be another episode before then too. So keep your eyes out. But for those of you who want to keep track of that, maybe mark your calendar for that one. So yeah, thank you, Fred Schroeder, for your generous contribution. It is very much appreciated. Today's featured guest is the fantastic Japanese banjo player Takumi Kodera. Now, even though Takumi is from, for most of us, a very far distance away, as you will hear in the interview, he was raised on a steady diet of Bill Monroe, Flatten Scruggs, and a lot of the bluegrass greats. Since then, he has taken the banjo to new levels. He has won second place in the 2018 Winfield Banjo Contest has gone on to record a solo album and several other albums with his band called Thompson the Fox, which is a very unique blend of instruments, including lots of banjo and xylophone unison lines. You'll hear all about it on the interview. Another note is that because Takumi is, of course, Japanese, there was a little bit of a language barrier, but suffice to say, his English is far, far better than my Japanese. So I really appreciate Takumi's patience, especially because I also made him get up at 9 o'clock a.m. his time on a Sunday morning just to talk to some dude about banjos. So I really appreciate all of that, and I know you will all enjoy the music of Takumi Kodera. Takumi, hello, how are you? Yeah. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Uh, th- thanks for taking the time and arranging the the time zone oh, changing. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, I it's my pleasure. It. It's it's nine in the morning of Sunday. <laughs> Perfect way to wake up is with talking about <laughs> banjos, right? Yeah, right. Cool. So int- introduce yourselves your, yourself. Mm-hmm. To the listeners, tell us who you are and where you're from and how you discovered the banjo. I was born in Kawasaki City, uh, which is located just next to Tokyo. And I grew up in the city and now I live in Tokyo. My parents are huge fan of bluegrass music. Ah. So... Yeah, I've been listening to tons of bluegrass music since I was born. Wow. And yeah, both of my mom and my dad plays mandolin. And my dad likes lots of Bill Monroe and John Duffy, maybe uh, Frank Wakefield. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been listening to lots of Bluegrass Boys stuff and Country Gentleman. 
when I was a baby. <laughs> is that is that unusual for people of the same age as your parents to enjoy that kind of music? Uh, yeah. Bluegrass is not so popular here in Japan, so I think it's unusual. <laughs> yeah. So they play mandolin. What made you choose the banjo? My parents also took me to lots of bluegrass festival around the country. Uh, I mean, around Japan. Yeah. And uh, one of the biggest festival here is Hakone Sunset Creek Bluegrass Festival, which we call Hakone Festival. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to the festival almost every year. Yeah. And when I was 11 years old, uh, I went to the festival and there was a kind of banjo workshop. And it was especially for kids. Then yeah. uh, that is my very first time to touch five string banjo. Yeah. And I, uh, I love the sound of the banjo. And after the festival, I asked my dad to buy me a banjo. And then yeah. he bought it for my birthday. <laughs> oh, that is great. Yeah, that's how I start. <laughs> Do you remember what performers you might have seen when you were 11? Do you remember any of the bands that performed? Oh, yeah. So many bands are performing at Bluegrass Festival. Yeah, it, it's... It's a bluegrass festival in Japan, so so many Japanese bluegrass bands are there. Oh, that is great. Mm -hmm. And so when you started playing, who were your favorite players to listen to and to learn from? That's <laughs> kind of a tough question because there are too many to say. But yeah. the biggest one must be Earl Scluggs. Yeah. Because when my dad bought me a banjo, he also bought me the Scruggs book. You you know mm -hmm. the black one? Of course. And he b also bought me two CDs, banjo CDs. Uh -huh. It was uh, Foggy Mountain Banjo and Foggy Mountain Jamboree. Yeah. So I learned how to play by Scruggs book and listening to Fratton Scruggs. So Scruggs, he's the biggest influence on me. Oh, that's great. You you have very good uh, good parents to have given you all the right things. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> when did you notice you achieving your own style at the instrument? And what did you work on on the banjo to, to develop your own style? I've never thought about my playing style. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I don't know what my playing style is. I'm trying not to make my own certain style. <laughs> Does it make sense? <laughs> that makes sense, but you definitely do not play just like Earl Scruggs, right? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You play, you play very much jazzy, a lot mm -hmm. of uh, ragtime influences, a lot, you know, mm -hmm. Scott Joplin, mm -hmm, yeah. things, things like that.
so how did how did you work on including those things and combining them with the Earl Scruggs music? I've taken piano lessons since I was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And also I, I've been listening to lots kinds of music. Not yeah. only bluegrass. So it might be it might influence on my playing that that is that includes lots of lots kinds of style of playing. Would you say that jazz and maybe classical are your other besides Earl Scruggs and Bluegrass, would you say that jazz and classical are your two main uh, influences? Yeah, that's right. Are you able to demonstrate maybe some things that you that you learned from jazz or from classical and that you're able to combine with, with Bluegrass? Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe I'm going to play that song, uh, I Got Rhythm. Yeah, George Gershwin. Yeah, I started to learn jazz when I was when I was 16 or something and uh, I have my favorite pianist uh, Hiromi Uehara she's a jazz famous jazz pianist and she I heard her version of this tune Uh and I thought I wanted to play it on banjo and I tried to do that did you do you also play jazz on the piano? Uh, not so much. I I took my uh, my piano teacher was classical. Yeah. So I played lots of classical music. Uh huh. But I didn't play jazz on it. When did you start finding other people to play with? Mm-hmm. Other people to uh, jam with or be in a band with? Mm-hmm. That's when I was 16, I guess. And was it bluegrass? Yes. I started to play when I was 11, and the first few years I played it just by myself. Yeah. And sometimes I played with my dad's band, but I didn't have regular band. Right. And when I was 16, I went to the festival and I started to play with the band. Mm-hmm. It was kind of bluegrass band with ban- me on banjo and guitar and a fiddle and a double bass. Yeah. Other, other kids or were they adults? Uh, adults. Maybe they're okay. 10, 10 years or something older than me. Do you feel like playing piano helped you to learn the banjo? Oh yeah, it helps a lot, I think. How do you think it helps? For bluegrass musician, for the musician who only plays bluegrass, mm-hmm. we didn't need to read music, right? Yeah. But if you want to play with some other music, 
some other musicians like jazz musicians or like classical musicians we yeah. needed to read music so in my case i played piano so i read i'm reading i was reading the music so much so it helps yeah. me to play with so many other musicians yeah yeah definitely how old were you when you came to the u.s to play at uh winfield competition uh 25 i guess okay was that the first time you have you had been to the u.s no i i've been visiting to the states several times oh and my first time to going to the states was when i was 18 i went to the oklahoma international bluegrass festival interesting mm -hmm. and what did you what did you think of coming coming here and did you get to play with anyone here oh uh, yeah when i went to winfield festival uh-huh uh, I had no friend at right. the festival, but people were so kind. <laughs> were and, you by yourself? Yeah, right. Oh, wow. And there were so many uh, monster players there. Uh -huh. It's so fun to jamming with these people. What did you play for the competition? Uh, I remember I played ground speed and... Uh, East Tennessee Blues, and okay, uh, I got written. <laughs> oh, cool! And uh, what is one more? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> what What is your technique for preparing those songs to be in a, the competition? As you told me before, uh, using Scruggs style and melodic style and single string style at the same time mm -hmm. and how about uh, i i also see you have a t-shirt from the station inn oh yeah you, you you have been there too yeah right i i was touring to the states with the blue with the bluegrass band called blue side of lonesome okay it's japanese bluegrass band and okay. we played at station Inn too oh how was that yeah, that was great. It, it was one of my dreams to playing there. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> hey everyone, Keith here. I was just chilling in my backyard studio again and thought I need to tell everyone about our great, great sponsors. The first is Peghead Nation. Peghead Nation is a streaming site to take courses in banjo, guitar, mandolin, fiddle, dobro, upright bass, uke, and through those courses, you can learn bluegrass, old time, and plenty of other styles from some of the best instructors in all of Roots music. PegheadNation.com features a great lineup of banjo instruction. Here are some of the courses. Beginning bluegrass banjo with Bill Evans. You know him. He also teaches bluegrass banjo. You can learn clawhammer banjo with Evie Layden, Wade Ward style banjo with Bruce Molsky, the banjo according to Danny Barnes, or contemporary bluegrass banjo with Wes Corbett. Now, each of these courses include high-quality multi-angle video lessons, downloadable notation and tab, play-along tracks, 
and plenty of tunes and songs to play. And the bonus feature of these is that just by being a listener of Picky Fingers, you can get your first month free. Just go to pegheadnation.com, use the promo code PICKYFINGERS at checkout, and you'll get to sample any of these for absolutely free. Picky Fingers is also brought to you in part by Elderly Instruments up in Lansing, Michigan. We all know that it's so much cooler to support small independent businesses, and it really helps out when that independent business also happens to be the most knowledgeable and trusted source around for new used and vintage stringed instruments. And I'm talking, of course, about Elderly Instruments. They've been family owned and operated since 1972, and you can go to elderly.com to check out their wide selection of all stringed instruments. We're talking all the banjos and banjo accessories and learning products that you could ever want. But if you happen to have a hankering for, let's say electric guitar, acoustic guitar, fiddles, ukes, mandolins, they have all that too. So once again, just go to elderly.com or give them a call at 517-372-7880 to talk to one of their knowledgeable sales representatives. You know, I keep bragging about Michigan, but it's hard not to. If you drive from where a lot of the Motown records were recorded and you drive toward Kalamazoo, which is where all those pre-war Gibson banjos were made, along the way you get to Battle Creek, which is the home of GHS Strings, another sponsor of the show. You know, even those pre-war Gibson banjos don't sound like much without a good set of strings on them. And GHS are some of the best, and you know that they're some of the best because they're the ones chosen by players such as Bela Fleck, J.D. Crow, Sonny Osborne, and me. I've been a user of their PF-145 banjo set for quite a few years, and if you need strings for your guitar, mandolin, or any of those other instruments, they're going to have that too. So check out ghsstrings.com for their full selection. And how about now in Japan? I know that I know that there are some people who are into bluegrass, but what is it like there? Are there lots of people to jam with and a lot of places to play gigs? Uh, it might be, yes. Yeah, we have lots of places to play bluegrass and we have so many bluegrass festivals. Yeah, some people say Japan is second largest bluegrass country in the world. And I think it might be yes. But it does not mean it's popular music. No. Right. It's it's not popular here either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it's not on the radio very much mm-hmm. except for special stations that mm-hmm. will play it. Mm-hmm. So it's not too popular but probably more popular than than other places. Mm. Yeah, no no one I I started play when I was 11 but no one in my school knows about banjo. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I told my friend that I'm playing guitar. <laughs> oh, big uh, they wouldn't even know what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That means it's a a good opportunity for you to educate them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to. Let's talk about some of your recordings. I really love your uh, Sunset Glow album. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saying so. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Are those mostly your compositions? I know that there is uh, 
Forked Deer and the piano, um, the, the classical piece, yeah. and then also... Uh, I, I'm Blue and Wilson. Right, right, right. <laughs> Besides those, are those all your compositions? Uh, no. Uh, half of the album, I wrote tunes, and half of the album, uh, it's cover. Oh, okay. Uh, when you write a composition, mm-hmm. what do you have a technique for composing a piece of music? Actually, I don't write music so much because it takes long time to <laughs> write one song. Uh, usually, I when I came when I come up with some idea, I'm recording these ideas on my phone. Okay. So when I compose, I listen to my voice memo <laughs> uh-huh. and put it together. And after I write song, uh, I don't play it in a while. And a few months later, I listen it back and modify the detail. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, so when you don't play it for a while, yeah. That is that's so when you listen to it again, it's very fresh for your ears. Yes, exactly. Okay. So very that's why it, it takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I I really like that the tune called Lollipops. Oh, thank you. cover too <laughs> who who wrote that one you know harry reeser he's a f- i don't famous four string player he's a king of four string banjo it's one of his compositions yeah he's uh most famous composition i guess okay i i didn't know it my <laughs> my bad <laughs> Are you able to demonstrate some of the techniques? Because it has a lot of very challenging techniques uh, for the banjo, right? Yeah, yeah. The melody is so complicated. I'm trying to play it with melodic style as much as I can. Yes. I think the process to look for the notes on the fingerboard is so fun. Right. Right. I, I'm playing it like. This is the first okay. part. The uh-huh. range is so wide. But I tried to play it with melodic style. Right. But th- and then there are a lot of uh, triplets also, right? Yeah. 
And how do you play those? Uh, maybe. Maybe this part. Yeah. Yeah, I play it with melodic set too. Very cool. <laughs> and then the the piece of music called uh, "Crowds of Crows" is that is that your composition? Yes. That's a very interesting piece. Thank you. That's uh, a little bit crazy. Time. It's yeah. It's definitely not not very bluegrassy, right? Yeah. I I also like to listen to flectones. Mm-hmm. And my playing is also influenced by Bearflex too. Okay. And that song, uh, I wrote melody first, so the okay. time it's a little bit crazy. <laughs> right. I was going to ask, do you know what what time signature uh, do you consider that in? It's eleven. Eleven. Ele- eight. 11-8? Okay. I was right when in the yeah, question. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not very good with that. So <laughs> I was I was trying to count. But I th- I think that is probably the only banjo piece of music in 11-8. The very <laughs> the very first one. Yeah. And do you improvise a lot? Yeah, I usually improvise, but I I'm not good improviser. <laughs> On on the album is is a lot of that improvised or not? Uh, for the recordings, I wrote my solo, uh, except Crowds of Crows. That one is improvised. Yeah, yeah. But usually, okay. uh, when I play gig, I improvise a lot. Okay. Do you have any things that you practice to get better at improvising? I think. Playing with other people is only way to practice improvising. I think good improvisation is like conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. When Bella Fleck and Chick Korea came to Japan, oh, uh, yeah. I went to see their show. And the show was just awesome. It was just like they're just like talking each other. Uh-huh. So when I improvise, uh, I'm uh, I'm trying to be careful to listen to other people mm-hmm. and getting inspiration from them, and then improvise myself. I also saw Bela with Chick Korea. Oh yeah, and I. I have seen Bela mm-hmm. a lot of times, mm-hmm. and you can tell by by hearing his playing if he is being pushed to challenge himself. You know, sometimes he's not as very challenged, but with Chick, the whole time he he was very much pushed to to challenge his playing. Mm-hmm. Do do you know what I mean? Mm. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes, if you see Bela play, mm-hmm. he might not be challenged. And he might just play mm-hmm. what he always plays, mm-hmm. but with Chick, mm-hmm. it was very much mm-hmm. new things, and uh, he was he was very uh, pushed to play new things. Oh yeah, I know. With his mean. improvising, mm-hmm. 
which was very fun to see. Yeah, all right. To see someone like someone like Bela mm -hmm. being challenged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he's he's not challenged very often. <laughs> Let's talk about your band, uh, Thompson the Fox. Oh yeah. How did you find all of those musicians? Because it's it's kind of an unusual combination, right? Yeah, right. Constant uh, Fox is me playing banjo, and Rie Koyama, she's playing xylophone, and Akihide Teshima plays double bass, and Tomohito Yoshijima playing drums. We are quartet. But the combination is quite unusual. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, have you ever heard the place called Rocky Top? Yeah. I well I I see videos and there is there's always the sign oh, yeah. behind, behind the musicians. Yeah, it's so it's one of the famous bluegrass venue in Tokyo. It's very similar to Station Inn. Yeah, right. <laughs> Someone says it's like Japanese Station Inn. <laughs> yeah. And I actually I used to work as a staff there. Oh, okay. And the xylophone player, Die, she's also working there. So, okay. So I met her at Rocky Top for the first time. Uh huh. And soon after we met, uh, we started to play together. Then uh, we found the combination of the sound of banjo and xylophone. It's great. Yeah, it's really incredible. <laughs> and the the two of you, did it take a lot of work to get to play the pieces of music the exact same way? Because it's very impressive that both of you are perfectly matched with oh, the, the notes that you play. Was That, that must have been pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After I started play with her, uh, I started mm -hmm. to learn xylophone ragtime tunes a lot. And she's also working on some fiddle tunes. Oh, really? Yeah. I would love to hear that. Yeah. She transcribed Stuart Duncan solo on Tiger Rag, and though it's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> is, is there a recording of him playing Tiger Rag? Oh, it's, uh, I remember it's, it was a YouTube video. Okay, I, I've I've not heard that, but mm. that that would be very cool. Is the the range is it similar for a xylophone to banjo, or is xylophone a, a bigger range? Do you know what I mean? Uh, range range is oh yeah. low note to high note. I know what you mean. Okay, it's exactly the same. Both of we have only high uh, high notes. High range. Yeah. <laughs> right? We didn't have a low note. Mm -hmm. So I asked double bass player to join us. 
and drummer to join us and we right. started flat uh, we started to play together as a quartet how do you when you are trying to get gigs with Thompson the Fox what does it say for what style of music you play uh yeah that's <laughs> quite difficult but i'm i'm saying it's contemporary ragtime <laughs> okay very good so you don't call it bluegrass at all it's it's not bluegrass but yeah we are, many people sometimes we play bluegrass tune but mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not sure it's bluegrass or not <laughs> probably not but it's okay a lot of people if they hear banjo they will think it's bluegrass yeah. no matter what mm-hmm. and they still let you play at rocky top even though it's not not bluegrass yeah <laughs> do you still work there no i don't <laughs> okay i think another thing that makes thompson the fox a unique sound is that all of the instruments are very um percussive mm-hmm. and not very much sustain oh yeah you do you know what i mean yeah. so everything sounds just very it, it's it's just a mm-hmm. a unique you, sound you have good good ear <laughs> uh, right well yeah it, that, that's that's what we are thinking about too both of banjo and xylophone have only short note we doesn't have right. sustain Exactly. So we need to play lots of notes. <laughs> <laughs> you you do play lots of yeah, notes. Yeah. So that's 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 the sound of Thompson the Fox, I think. Yeah, it's it's a very fun sound, mm-hmm. definitely. So that is that's your strategy is to just play lots of notes to to make up for for what you have. Uh, it depends. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I play lots of notes, but sometimes I play nothing. Let let me ask you about your instrument. What yeah. what kind of banjo do you play and what do you like about it? I'm not such kind of banjo guy, <laughs> you know. Okay. I, I don't know so much about instrument, but I, I'm playing the the banjo I'm playing is Rich and Taylor. Uh it's Terry Balcom signature model. Okay. It was built in 1994, made of walnut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the sound of walnut. How would you describe walnut compared to mahogany or maple? Why Why do you prefer that? Uh, it's kind of warm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I can play uh, hard driving bluegrass, and also I can play more warmer you know jazzy things on this banjo that's that's why i love this instrument very versatile versatile sorry versatile means uh it can do very uh, a lot of things yes yes exactly yeah not not only one thing Mm -hmm. very good uh how about your preferred because all the listeners for the show, they play banjo too. So tell tell them what your favorite picks are, and strings, and bridge, and tailpiece. Uh, I'm using uh, vintage national over eight 
which oh, I cool. got from BB Bounce when she came to Japan. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I I love them and and my thumb pick is quite weird. My friend made it and my friend cut yeah. the blue chip frat pick uh-huh. and put it on the uh thumb pick. Yeah, is that a Golden Gate thumb pick? Yeah. I okay, look- so yeah, it's it's a Golden Gate thumb pick, but some somebody has cut a blue chip yeah, right. and glued it right. glued it onto the blade. Right. And that is that because you like the feel of the Golden Gate and you didn't want to change? Yes, and uh I like hard thumb pick. Mm-hmm. Harder is better. Because the okay. when you hit the string, it's so easy to uh, control the timing if you use the hard thumb pick. Okay. And for you, the the blue chip material mm-hmm. is is the hardest uh material that you can find? Yeah, my my friend thinks so. <laughs> okay. What about other things like um strings or bridge? Um I'm using GHS, JD Crow strings. And uh <laughs> I'm using stream, which you know uh, I think you don't know stream. My friend is uh, I have a friend who built banjo who is a really great builder called oh. Ryukichi Hayakawa. And huh. I asked him to make bridge. And I, I'm using that. What does he have a name for the bridge? Uh I don't think so. <laughs> does he does he make lots of banjo bridges or just for you? Uh he, he make it he makes a lot. Oh. T- tell me one more time the name. Uh, Ryukichi Hayakawa. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's so he's great. He's also a great banjo player too. Oh, cool. Do you have favorite microphones or other equipment that you use for performing? I bought this uh, ear trumpet microphone uh-huh. for uh, gigs. Most of the gigs are canceled right now. I'm sorry? Most of the shows are canceled right now. Oh, right. So I'm using this for recording in my house. Yeah, but you you enjoy what that sounds like. Yeah, it sounds right. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Th- this was not this question was not on the list, but yeah, okay. what sort of things do you do you practice today? What are what are you working on lately? Recently, I don't have such a routine menu to practice, mm-hmm. but I used to practice. Lots of scale patterns a lot when I started oh. to learn single string style. Can you show me some of those? Oh, yeah. I learned these things from my teacher, Hiro Arita. You, oh, yeah. You, you know him? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not met him. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, he's, yeah, he's, he's a very good player. Yeah, he's definitely the best here. And it's something like... 
it's just a G major scale for beginners. <laughs> it's just a right. G major scale. It starts from G note, right? Right. Then shift your left hand and. It's also G major scale from A note. Right. Then. From B note. Then. Sorry. That's and their first pattern I learned okay. from him. Are there more patterns that that you feel helped you to learn single string style? Oh yeah, I I said I took lesson, I took piano lessons, mm -hmm. and you know Hanan book. Uh, I don't know. It's a the Hanan book has lots of ideas for. Practicing scale for pianists. Okay. And most of classical what, pianists. What is the title? Uh, Hanon. H A N O N. Oh, I don't know it. Mm -hmm. No. So I, I tried to play Hanon on the uh, on the banjo, like. Oh yeah. What? Oh, that cool. book has lots of these kind of scale patterns. And did you feel like that helped you a lot to play single string? Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult for me. I I try to practice it a lot, and I can I can never play it very fast. Oh really? Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to say about your playing? Who are, who are your favorite players now that you like to learn things from? Mm -hmm. Recently, I'm trying to learn ideas from non-banjo player, like fiddlers or pedal steel, maybe oh, saxophone. Cool. What, what is an example of something from saxophone or fiddle or pedal steel that you've that you've learned oh yeah i i learned these solos and i i'm uploading these videos on my youtube oh okay i will watch oh yeah are they are there right now or not yet uh right now oh okay yeah what what is an example of one uh recently i tried to play Charlie Parker's solo on Cherokee. Oh, very cool. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, very cool. How, what is your technique for learning those? Do you slow them down? With the computer? Oh, yeah, right. 
I don't. I'm trying not to use score. Oh, the right the music. Yeah, the written music. Yeah, I I'm just trying to learn it by ear. Yeah, Charlie Parker is very challenging. To, yeah, to do, because there are no frets mm. on the saxophone. Yes, he has all these. Yeah, and, but but yeah. the range is exactly the same, right? Banjo and alto saxophone. Alto sax, yeah. I've I've found that too. Mm-hmm. What what should people expect if they if they love bluegrass and they come to Japan? Do do people they they should go to the Rocky Top? I assume. Yeah, they they are not doing a show right now because of this pandemic, but. They used to, uh, there used to be bluegrass gig almost every night at Rocky Top. Oh wow! Yeah, is it is it typically very traditional bluegrass or lots of different things such as Thompson the Fox? Oh, uh, there are lots of musicians, not only traditional bluegrass. Basically, if it is acoustic music, yes, then it then it's okay. Sometimes it it's country. <laughs> Okay, okay. And when did when did BB come? Was it was this Mile 12? Yeah, uh did they perform there? They came to Japan to perform in 2018. And I did some tour managering stuff for them. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah, BB is very good. She's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> She's so great. I like yeah. her too. Do you have plans to visit the US maybe after after pandemic is over? Oh yeah, I would love to. I, I'd love to tour the states with Thompson the Fox. Oh, that would be yeah. that would be very cool. Mm-hmm. Is that something that the other people in your band they would want to do that too? Yes, exactly. Oh, very cool. Let me know if you do it and if you are anywhere close to me. I will come see it. Oh, definitely. thank you. <laughs> Do you have a website for uh, you or Thompson the Fox? I have a website, and you can listen to my albums there. You can buy the albums of mine and of my bands there. What is the website? Uh, takumikodera.stores.com JP. Is it only um Thompson the Fox or do you have other bands that you have recorded with? Recently I'm playing with a bluegrass band called Blue Side of Lonesome. But we Oh I didn't record with them. Okay. So uh Sunset Glow mm-hmm. and then Thompson the Fox has two Yes, we have two uh, albums. First one is called Foxology. Uh-huh. And you can listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music too. Uh-huh. And our new album is called Foxtale. Yes, and it's excellent. And it has so there are lots. Foxtale has lots of like Scott Joplin on it. Yeah, but then also a complete version of Peter and the Wolf. Yes, that's why Th- that's... we name it Foxtale. Yeah. That's a that's a very interesting approach. Very <laughs> cool. You. Okay, Takumi, I I don't think I have 
any other questions so if there's if there's nothing else that you want to say i think that can probably be it mm-hmm. unless unless you want to play us one more one more bluegrass song or something like that one more bluegrass song uh, sure if if you want oh yeah good for nine in the morning yeah <laughs> i'm still so sleepy <laughs> i forgot to i forgot to ask i think i saw you on um maybe netflix is there a show about bluegrass mm-hmm. and and they show you oh uh at a yeah. music at a music store yeah right that that's you right mm-hmm. yes i actually i couldn't see that tv program because i i'm in japan it's not available here Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, I I forgot that I that I saw you in that. Mm-hmm. That was that's cool. I'm sorry you haven't seen it. When <laughs> when you come over here, yeah, you can watch it. <laughs> I wish so. Takumi, thank you so much for scheduling the time and and talking to me. I really love your music, and hopefully someday I can uh, meet you in person. Oh yeah, thank you so much for inviting me inviting me on your podcast too. I. I'd love to see you too. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Picky Fingers podcast featuring Japanese banjo virtuoso Takumi Kodera. You heard a bunch of sound clips in this, and in order, they were Forked Deer by Takumi Kodera, Uncle Pen by Bill Monroe, John Henry, played by Flat and Scruggs, Maple Leaf Rag, played by Thompson the Fox. I've Got Rhythm, performed by Hiromi Uehara, Sunset Glow, Lollipops, and Crowd of Crows, all by Takumi Kodera, and then finally Chromatic Foxtrot by Thompson the Fox. Thank you once again to Fred Schroeder, today's Patreon supporter of the day. Go to patreon.com slash banjopodcast to become a supporter yourself. Email the show, pickyfingersbanjopodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to go get ready to go to Nashville. Look forward to sharing all these interviews with you, and I'll see you all next time. <laughs>